Good morning, everyone. Today is Sunday, January 1st, 2023. Happy New Year to everyone. And today we're celebrating the active day of the Christmas Solemnity. And so we celebrate Solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God. Today's Gospel comes to us from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 16 through 21. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Once again, today is January 1st, 2023. Happy New Year. And it's appropriate that today, on the first day of the year, we celebrate our Blessed Mother. When you think about it, today is the octave of the Nativity of Our Lord. It's been eight days since Christmas. Now, it's fitting that on the eighth day, after the Savior of the world was born in time, we should celebrate yet another great gift we've received from God our Father. He not only gave us His Son, but He also gave us His Son's mother, to be our mother. Now, this means or implies two things. First, that Mary has a great love for us. And second, we see that that love is an idol. It means it's not just an abstract love that isn't doing anything. No, it's active. She intercedes for us and helps us. So first, the gift of Mary to us is is no small thing. And the saints have a particularly good way of reminding us just how much Mary loves us. For instance, St. Therese of Lisieux didn't hesitate to remark that Mary is more mother than queen. And St. John Vianney commented that Mary's heart is so loving towards us that the hearts of all other mothers taken together are but a piece of ice in comparison. Those are strong words. And St. Alphonsus Liguori is even more blunt when he writes, Just as there is not one among all the blessed who loves God as Mary does, so there is no one after God who loves us as much as this loving mother does. Furthermore, if we heaped together all the love that mothers have for their children, all the love of husbands and wives, all the love of all the angels and saints for their clients, it could never equal Mary's love for even a single soul. Wow. So if we put together all the love of all mothers for all their children, all the love of husbands and wives, all the love of angels and saints for us, that could never even equal Mary's love for just a single soul. However, and this is the best part, is that that love isn't simply a a nice feeling or a pious sentiment. It gives rise to action. On the one hand, this means Mary helps her children with their temporal needs, the things of this life, like health, healing, consolation, and other difficulties. We only need to look at the various Marian apparitions at Lourdes or Knock, and so many others, to be convinced of Our Lady's words to St. Juan Diego, Our Lady of Guadalupe. She said, Listen, put it into your heart, my youngest and dearest son, that the thing that disturbs you the thing that afflicts you is nothing. Do not let your countenance, your heart, be disturbed. Do not fear this sickness 
or any other sickness, nor anything that is sharp or hurtful. Am I not here, I who am your mother? Are you not under my shadow and protection? Am I not the source of your joy? Are you not in the hollow of my mantle, in the crossing of your arms? Do you need anything more? Let nothing else worry you, disturb you. St. Therese of Lisieux affirmed that, in trial or difficulty, I have recourse to Mother Mary, whose glance alone is enough to dissipate every fear. However, Mary extends an even greater help than simply aiding us in our temporal needs, right? It's true, she helps with health and all these different things, but as a mother, Mary defends her children and protects them from the harm caused by their own sins so that they can obtain eternal salvation. That's what John Paul II said. And this is really the greatest gift she can bestow on us. As St. Alred affirms, because she is the mother of the cause of our salvation, she is to be considered more our mother than even our mother according to the flesh. Our earthly mothers, we could say, gave birth to us in the temporal order, but Mary gives birth to us as adopted sons and daughters. In a certain sense, she gives birth to us in the eternal order. So today, as we celebrate the beginning of this new year and the great gift we have in Mary, we can ask ourselves, how much do we really trust in Mary's love for us? How much do we ask her for her intercession and protection? How confident are we in her care for us? Do we try to live as, no, as worthy sons and, mothers, sons and daughters of so noble a mother so as to do our mother proud? Through the intercession of Mary, Mother of God, let's ask for the grace to turn to her so as to turn more fully and more completely to her divine Son.